Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Hey guys, welcome to this week's solo episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. It's good to be back on a solo chat with you guys. I appreciate each and every single one of you who have been tuning into the podcast lately. I've had some really awesome guests and I've absolutely loved sharing um, this content with you guys and getting to know all these guests and um, and picking their brain and allowing them to share, I guess, their story and, and all the value that they, they hold um, within their mind uh, and share with all you guys as well, which has been awesome. But I'm back today for a solo chat, as I just mentioned, and we're going to be talking about how we can approach the silly season this year as we come um, towards the end of the year when the social side of things starts to ramp up a little bit. For anyone who has been following my podcast for a while now or follows any of my content, um, I'm a big believer in, I guess, becoming the CEO of your own body. So being able to track and measure your results and taking the guesswork out of seeing results. And a big part of that, particularly when it comes to nutrition, is knowing your numbers. Now, you know, I used to be very, very anal about tracking all macronutrients when it comes to nutrition. So tracking my carbohydrates, my proteins, my fats, and being very close to those targets each and every single day. Now, over the years, that has changed a little bit. I now like to keep things a little looser and work within some ranges. So still really focusing on making sure my my calorie and my nutrition goal is aligned with what my current body composition goal is. Um, or performance goal. So when I'm trying to lose fat, I'm making sure I am in a slight calorie deficit. When I'm trying to build muscle mass and gain some weight, it's a slight calorie surplus. Otherwise, I'm just kind of sticking it around maintenance. But as I mentioned, it's kind of progressed over the years and changed a little bit and, and allowed me a little bit, bit more flexibility um, when it comes to my nutrition. And obviously, I'm, I think when it comes to tracking macros and, and tracking calories, people have this illusion that you should just try and eat as much shit as possible to fit within your calorie targets and you're going to continue to see results. Now, body composition-wise, yeah, you may still see some really good results regardless of what you're eating. But it's, it's, it's fucking common sense, to be honest, that you should be aiming to choose majority of your calories from more nutrient-dense whole foods and healthier options and then just allowing yourself that little bit of a buffer to enjoy the things that you don't want to cut out because there is no point in cutting out things out of your out of your nutritional intake that you know you can't go the rest of your life without. But I now really focus pretty much just on tracking calorie intake and staying close to my calorie target over the span of a week and you know, knowing what my average is, I can manipulate that, which we'll talk about today, and hitting a protein minimum. So for me, it's usually two grams of protein at least per kilo of body weight. I usually go a little bit higher on that scale, up to about two and a half grams. But... In my opinion, if you are serious about seeing results, you need to be doing this. You need to at least roughly have a good idea of how much you're taking in on a daily basis. Otherwise, you're just guessing your way to results, which you wouldn't do with anything else. You wouldn't drive your car around without a speedo or, or without looking at the fuel gauge to, to know how much petrol you have left or you know see what speed you're going. You wouldn't drive somewhere where you don't know where you're going and not look at the map. You wouldn't run a successful business without knowing what comes in and what comes out. So our bodies are no different. So... To, to kind of preface what we'll talk about today, I think it's very important to at least roughly know how many calories you're taking in per day and you're going to need to to implement these strategies I'm going to talk about and your protein minimum. Once you know these things, the rest is an absolute piece of piss. It's very, very, very easy and it takes the guesswork away, it takes the stress out of all this stuff and it becomes, as I said, super easy. So there's three strategies I want to talk about today. So as I said, we're, we're getting to the time of the year where social events start to ramp up a bit 
And for so many people, we have this mindset that like, all right, if I'm not sticking to my nutrition 100%, then I'm not going to see results or I'm going to go off track. I'm going to have to start again next week or I may as well just wait a few weeks and start my, my health and fitness goals because or start fucking January 1st, whatever it may be, because I've got too much on and I'm not going to be able to control my my results because I, I need to do too much stuff or on the up on the opposite side of things, people avoid social events because of the stress and anxiety around not being able to track results, which is crazy to me. But in saying that, I used to be in that boat. So years and years ago before I kind of wrapped my head around how easy nutrition is and took the guesswork out, I used to have so much anxiety and stress around eating out or having a drink with friends where I would almost avoid social events so that I didn't have to have that stress and I didn't have to go off track and I could I could make sure that my, my health and fitness goals were, um, I guess, being maintained or on the other hand I would go and eat out or enjoy meals with family and friends or I'd go out and have a few drinks and the next day I would punish myself I would I would do seriously high amounts of of training volume I would drop my calorie intake a lot and that's a vicious cycle it starts to create a really unhealthy relationship with food Um, and then from not only creating an unhealthy relationship with food but you also end up being in the same vicious cycle you kind of go uh, if I if I cut my calories the day after having a big meal or going out for some drinks and then I ramp up my training, then the chances are sometime within the next week, two weeks, I'm going to feel like binging again because I'm going to be super low on energy. I'm probably going to be quite sore because I've overtrained and, and the likelihood of then overeating again or dropping off with my training um, momentum and consistency is a lot higher. So uh, years ago, I came up with a few strategies and this is what I like to implement with myself. Uh, I also use this with, with a lot of my online clients within my coaching app or, or face-to-face clients and it's been super handy. It's taken away all the stress around eating out, taken away all the guilt around eating out and having a drink as well and it's allowed me to continue seeing results even when my social calendar is quite full and, and allowed me to enjoy time with the people I care about most. And, and to me, that is something that um, I find extremely important and I'm sure you guys do as well. So let's go over these three strategies and this is going to allow you to enjoy busy social times without going off track with your results, but most importantly, without feeling anxiety or guilt about enjoying life because your training and your, and your nutrition should revolve around your lifestyle. It should not be the opposite way around. And for so many people, unfortunately, it is the opposite way around. You know, what we do with our family and friends or, or what we do socially is dictated by what training program we're following or what nutrition plan we're trying to follow. And, and that is not sustainable and it's not enjoyable, okay? And, and that's a super important part about seeing long-term results is enjoyment and sustainability. <laughs> so our three strategies, all right? So strategy number one is, is we're going to create a calorie buffer. So as I said right at the start, we need to at least roughly know how many calories we're having on a daily basis. So I'm going to use a very basic example here because as I've mentioned on the show before, maths is not exactly my strong point. So if I know that to lose fat and, and be in a calorie deficit, I need to eat 2,500 calories per day, all right? And I know on the, the, the weekend coming up, I, I've got a big lunch or a big dinner or I'm going out for drinks with friends, what can I do to make sure that I don't have any guilt or stress and I can still enjoy myself? This first strategy is going to allow us to create a calorie buffer and it's very simple. And keep in mind, this is a strategy I use even if I don't have social stuff on because it allows me to have a super high calorie day 
which mentally is super rewarding. Physically, it's going to help with recovery and energy output after that as well because you've consumed a lot more calories and it's so much easier to stick to the fat loss phase and stick in a calorie deficit for a longer period of time without ever feel like you're dieting. So the calorie buffer, what we're going to do here is we're going to have out of six days out of the week, we're going to take some calories away. So I usually do between 100 and 200 calories off my normal intake over six days. So let's go with 200 calories away. So for six days of the week, we go from 2,500 calories a day and we reduce that down to 2,300. Okay. So over those six days, we've taken away 1,200 calories. So 200 across six days, 1,200 calories has been taken away. Keep in mind, I only need to eat 2,500 to be in a calorie deficit for the week. And over the span of the week, over seven days, my average should be 2,500. So now that I've taken them away, I want to allow a bit of a buffer for the day where I am going to be a little more social or where I want to enjoy myself a little more and eat more or have a few drinks and whatnot. So on the seventh day, keeping in mind our our calorie intake for that seventh day is starting at 2,500, we're going to add all the calories we've taken away back onto the seventh. So all of a sudden on the seventh day, instead of having 2,500, we're adding 1,200 back on top of that, which takes us up to 3,700 calories on our seventh day. And we're still in a fat loss phase. All right. And, and this applies for as many days as you like. You could take calories away from five days and then spread them out over an extra two. Okay. Or you could take 100 calories away from six days and then add 600 back on top of your normal intake. You can set this up however you like. It's very, very, very simple. The main thing is at the end of the week, our average is still the same. 2,300 calories is still a good amount of food. And on one day of the week, I get 3,700 calories without feeling guilty, without feeling anxious and allowing myself to really enjoy myself, let my hair down, still work within those ranges if possible and stay on track most importantly without having to quote unquote start again on Monday, which so many fucking people do. I just don't understand it. Shouldn't have to be on or off a diet ever, let alone every couple of weeks. Okay, so that's strategy number one. Strategy number two is very similar but we're going to do this on a daily basis, okay? This is like on a, on a daily basis, we're going to create a, a calorie buffer just for the one day without having to prep by taking calories away from all the other days. So if I know that tomorrow I'm going to go out for dinner and I'm going to go out for some pizza and I might have a glass or two of wine, what I can do in the morning tomorrow, as soon as I wake up, I grab out my fitness pal, I go into the app, I, I choose an option for pizza, which is either an overestimate of how much I think I'm going to have or it's a it's a accurate estimate because a lot of the, the big chain restaurants have verified options within MyFitnessPal, but I always try and overestimate. I'll go in, I'll type in whatever type of pizza I'm going to have. When those options come up, I'm going to plug in roughly how much I think I'm going to eat at dinner. So I'm going to plug that into MyFitnessPal. I'm also going to add in you know one or two glasses of wine or whatever you feel like you want to eat or drink, whatever it is. So that's the first thing I'm going to track for the day. So let's say that takes up, I don't know, let's say it's a 1,000 calories. So now I've tracked that already. So a 1,000 calories has been accounted for. I now have 1,500 left over because I started with 2,500. So all I need to do is reverse engineer and work the rest of the day backwards. So I've got 1,500 left over until I get to dinner. So the rest of the day, I still aim to get my protein intake. I still aim to get nutrient-dense whole foods and more healthy options throughout the day. And then by the time I get to dinner, I've got this 1,000-calorie buffer that I've already accounted for. So I can go out, enjoy myself, not overthink what I'm eating, have a drink, have some pizza, whatever it may be. And this again, whatever you decide to eat is is up to you or drink, whatever it may be. It doesn't have to be 1,000 calories. It could be 500. It could be 1,500. It could be whatever you like. But it's already accounted for. 
Now, the, the, the other option within this same strategy is to just allow yourself a calorie buffer. So may, may not even track in MyFitnessPal what you think you're going to eat. You may just say, all right, for dinner or for lunch, I'm going to allow myself 1,000 calories, all right? And then you're just going to estimate when you go out, when you go out for lunch, dinner, breakfast, snack, whatever it is. So starting with 2,500, I say I'm going to allow myself a 1,000 calorie buffer. Let, you know what? Let's make it a bit higher. Let's say I'm going to allow myself a 1,500 calorie buffer. I get to dinner. So far for the day, I've had 1,000 calories. I've aimed to get a, you know, a good amount of protein. Um, I've drank plenty of water. I've aimed to get some servings of vegetables and fruit or whatever it may be. And then I guess to dinner, I've got 1,500 calories left over and I can just go out, enjoy myself, try not to overdo it and be very confident in, in knowing that by the time I go home that night, that I most likely haven't blown out my calorie intake. And even if I have gone over a little bit, which is, is probably unlikely unless you just go absolutely nuts, the next day it's going to be fine. Okay, it, this is this is a big thing I want to talk about and I'll mention this at the end of this podcast, but the next day I just go back to my normal routine. So that's our first two strategies. Now the third one is what I like to refer to as, I guess, the reasonable adult strategy, which a lot of us struggle with, including me. And what I mean by that is we get to a day and typically I'll use strategy three on days such as, and it's almost like a fuck it strategy, to be honest. That might be a better way of putting it, but things like birthdays, Christmas, New Year's, all that type of stuff, keeping in mind that having visible abs or being in incredible shape year-round is, is not that important, guys. There's more to life than, than being fucking shredded. Although I understand it's a very important goal for a lot of people, but for the average person, a day or two, a day or two here and there, as long as you're consistent and you carry momentum throughout the rest of the year, throughout the rest of the month, the week, whatever it may be, is not going to completely derail you. So the third strategy is literally just not tracking for the day, still trying to choose some good options throughout the day, trying to get enough protein in, drink plenty of water and don't go too overboard and then just get back on track the next day. So completely letting yourself relax. Don't worry about tracking at all. And this becomes a lot easier after a while when you become a lot better at, I guess, guesstimating or, um, or, or intuitively choosing your foods. But that's our third strategy. Now, to round off this podcast, I wanted to keep this one relatively short is what we should be doing the following day if we do have a bit of a stuff up and we blow out, okay? Maybe we have far too many drinks or maybe we go out and um, and overeat massively and we know that we haven't stuck to our calorie goal. What should we do the next day? Now, unless we are someone who is competing in a bodybuilding show uh, or you're, you're someone who needs to be in this certain shape by a specific date, which is very unlikely for a lot of people that are listening, all you need to do the next day is have the goldfish mentality, all right? Forget about it and move on. It's done. You know, what's the saying? I think I think a guest may have said it on the podcast recently, something on, along the lines of, um, you know, thinking in the past puts us in, in depression, thinking in the future puts us uh, in anxiety, in a state of anxiety. Being present right now allows us to be present and, and, and be where our feet are. So we don't need to be, we don't need to be stressing about what's already happened because we can't change that shit anyway. You know, if you overate the day before, who cares? It's done now. Put the calories to good use by having good training sessions. But the main thing the next day is to go back to normal. The only thing I would alter is maybe your water intake, increasing the amount of water you're drinking a little bit so then you can get rid of any water your body might be holding on to. But other than that, we don't need to change anything. Go back to normal calorie targets and normal macro targets. Train if we're meant to train. Put the calories to good use and we continue to move on. Like I said, if we're consistent, we carry momentum and then a little stuff up here and there, a little you know, uh, bump in the road here and there is not going to make that much of a difference to our progress in the long run. 
Okay, so hopefully these strategies have helped you and, and they resonate with you and they allow you this this time of the year to enjoy yourself guilt-free, stress-free, um, and most importantly, to, to get a control of your results. And you should be the person in charge of, of who, oh, sorry, how you see your results and what results you want to see. If you want to lose fat, you need to be in control. If you want to build muscle mass and gain weight, you need to be in control. And it's very, very simple if you're willing to do the work and get the understanding of how this all works. Because in the end of the day, it's literally just science and, and maths, very basic maths too. Otherwise, I'd be fucked pretty much. Um, so don't put yourself under too much stress uh, too much stress or pressure. Allow yourself to to enjoy yourself because that's what life's about. We train hard. We, we, we want to look good for so we can actually enjoy our life. So if we're spending every fucking time that we should be enjoying ourselves, thinking about food and thinking about calories and thinking about whether or not we need to punish ourselves the next day, then what's the point of doing any of this shit for? Okay, so hopefully these strategies, strategies work. If they do, um, you know, look, I'd love for you to share this episode. Take a screenshot, post it up on Instagram story, share the link with a friend um, and, and spread this um, this content around because I'd love for more people to be able to feel comfortable and, and guilt and stress-free when it comes to enjoying themselves socially and particularly around this time of the year and, of course, without going off track with our results as well. So thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Just a reminder, if you would like to try the VIP club, VIP workout club within my coaching app, you can get one week free if you use the code DK trial. So again, the code is DK trial to give you one week free um, and try out the VIP workout club within the app. If you need anything from me, you can always email me at Danny at dannykennedyfitness.com or if you have some ideas for the show or content you'd like to hear on here, we'd love to hear from you guys. But I hope you're having a great week so far. You're absolutely crushing it. And again, I hope you've taken some value from this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in.